Hey, what's going on, everybody? Guys, this is probably gonna be one of the best podcast episodes you're ever gonna listen to because we're here with Pablo, the official Pablo Morales. And the funny thing is that we're here in, in, in his car, right? So I decided like to just take out my phone and we're gonna do this, all right? So you wanna say hi, Pablo, just real quick? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Pablo Morales from Arkansas. Uh, so excited to be here with Eliazar as we record this podcast for his channel. So thank you so much, Pablo, for uh, just saying yes. I mean, it's not like you can go anywhere. We're in the state. <laughs> but anyways, um, guys, real quick, before we get started on today's topic, I just want to say um, thank you so much for listening and for being patient. I've been doing a lot of traveling. Uh, I've been doing working on a lot of new projects, which I can't wait to announce. Uh, I'm doing a, a whole social media revamp and an update. Uh, the look and the way I want it to visually come out is just something totally different. And so thank you guys so much for that. And stay tuned for all my live streams on Facebook. Uh, I will be moving into a new platform soon. And it's without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So today we are talking about church growth. Or let's just do this. Let's just do this. We're going to use the title starting from scratch, starting from scratch. And Paulo's going to give us his insight, uh, maybe his experience. And um, man, guys, if you're just going to want to, you're going to want to take notes for this one. Um, another thing as well is that, you know, um, like you guys might really, really want to really reconsider some decisions that you're about to make this week after after listening to this so um we're gonna be talking about church growth and and i know maybe some of you guys maybe don't go to church uh maybe this is not really your thing but i want to encourage you because there are some key things that you could use here in your own leadership uh further whether it is your business your work and whatever but um but we're gonna be focusing here on ministry and this so all right pablo take it away all right so uh throughout the years of uh being within the church um you're able to see a lot of different things from different perspectives from the stage behind the stage and i think one of the biggest things that uh the questions that there is is how do i start a ministry from zero or what do i do now that i have this opportunity to run this ministry or this uh this movement and so i think one of the biggest things that you have to do first of all is uh know where you are and know who you're following because if you don't know who you're following then you don't know where you're going and um, what I mean by that is that you have a senior pastor you have uh, someone in charge you need to get connected to that person before you even plan anything because you're a department of something bigger and as Christians we're part we're something we're part of something so much bigger because we're part of the kingdom of God and so this works in connections you're connected to people you're connected to god and sooner or later you're going to start growing but the key thing is here you need to be connected to the main head to the main pastor to the main leader and so um, when you go into ministry uh and you're starting a a a leadership when you're starting a, a ministry you have to know where you're going so you have to set a goal you have to set a vision you have to set a mission and uh, once you have that, the next thing that goes into planning is you have to find a team. I think one of the worst things that you can do as a leader is try to do leadership alone. Because sooner or later, um, you can't do anything and sooner or later you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. Uh, I tried that a few years ago and it was really frustrating. It was really stressful. Um, and I understand. Trust me, I understand because as leaders... You want to do things a certain way. And most of the time we fall into the trap of, of, say, of thinking this. Well, I have to do it because if I don't do it, then it's not going to be done the right way. But that's the beauty about leadership because leadership is not about how you do things. It's about how you're able to run a program with the people around you and teach at the same time. A leader has to be a teacher. A leader has to teach others around him how to do the same thing with the same excellence now 
the, the I guess the biggest question here is, are your leaders, are the people you're choosing to be on your team willing to work for it? Are they willing to learn the, the ins and outs about whatever you're going to teach them? Because the people you choose will either help you grow or they'll help you destroy you. They're either on your side or they're holding back what you're building. And so I think it's really key when you're in that moment of decision of who's going to be part of the, of the team, of who's going to be part of, of your group. You have to be really careful and really strategic of bringing people that are willing to follow, people who are willing to work, and people who are willing to see it through. Because within leadership, within anything, there's always uh, moments where it's bumpy. There's moments where um, things are going good. But there are also moments where you have fallbacks. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a failure. It's just a, it's a lesson. You have to learn from it. Uh, m- most of the time we see crisis as a bad thing. But it's when you're in leadership, you have to learn to turn your crisis into your classroom so that you can grow from it. And so uh, when you're choosing leadership, there's two or three different things that you have to take in mind. Number one, do you have a diversity? Do you have a diversity about age? Do you have a diversity in style? Do you have a diversity in, um, in different mindsets? Because everybody thinks differently. So that means that everybody brings something valuable to the table. Number two, um, are these leaders going to stick with you throughout you know, the whole process? Are they faithful? Are they, uh, are they there? Um, that's so important because I don't want to bring someone on who's gonna only going to show up the first three uh, services or the first three events we have and then leave me stranded on the rest of the events. So I think that's one of the things that you have to find. And it's kind of hard to find loyalty. But once you do, uh, it, it changes everything. It's, it changes the game. It changes uh, the, the outcome. It changes the result. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to take into account. So um, you have to be connected to the pastor. You have to form a team. You have to be careful when you form a team. And once you're running, once you're developing whatever you're doing, uh, then the moment comes to start uh, assigning the roles because we can all be in a room but if we don't know our role uh, we're going to clash a lot uh, we had to learn that on uh, early on because um, we're all leaders essentially we're all leaders to someone but the question is what is your purpose as a leader what is your duty what is your description what do you have to do uh, what are you in charge of? Because if we're all leaders, you must be running something. And so uh, we had to learn to divide our leaders into four different departments. Uh, so we have a growth team, which I'm the leader uh, of that. We have a creative uh, and graphic designing department, which is run by one of our other leaders. Uh, one of the co-pastors, uh, co-youth pastors that we have, he runs everything that has to do with uh, praise and worship and fine arts. And then lastly, we have a welcome team. And uh, they are doing an amazing job. Um, because of them is that we have students coming back because they say, man, every time I walk into a UG service, United Generation service, I feel so welcomed. I feel like at home. And uh, one of our girls that uh, joined in we asked her what what makes us different from any other church what makes us different from any other place and she said i've been to seven or eight different churches and every church is good but not every church uh, takes takes me in as a family and that's what made the difference but the key thing here is that these leaders knew their role these leaders knew what they were supposed to do or what their duty is and so they're able to function and we're growing because we know where we're going and we know what we're doing so you have to be connected to the pastor you have to find leaderships you have to uh, build that team divide them into departments and give them purpose if there's one thing our generation is lacking is purpose they're lacking uh, this 
this bit of information of what am I supposed to do now. I've graduated high school. Uh, I'm, I'm, I finally have a job. But what's next for me? What's my purpose? What am I going to do? Should I be a doctor? Should I be a lawyer? Should I be uh, this? Should I be that? The question is not what should I be, but who are you? That's the biggest question because everything begins from identity. If you know who you are and if you know what you like, what, what your passions are, or even what you don't like, sometimes uh, the things that cause us uh, anger or cause us like an, an, some type of annoyance, it's for a reason because we know we could do something about it and we're not doing it. Like uh, their emotions shouldn't be the drivers. Um, I don't think you should be led by your emotions, but they're actually good indicators of things that you have to deal with. And when your emotions uh, start bursting up, you know, if you know seeing kids starving or if seeing foster kids going through that process really moves you, uh, you're like, man, that's so sad, man, that's something crazy. Then you should probably consider going into something that has to do with uh, child services or social work because that's an indicator that you have a passion, that there's something in there that's in your heart that you want to do something about. And that's where you should start, you know. Everybody has a different career field. Uh, the worst thing you can do is go into a career for money, is go into, uh, into something for the wrong reasons. When your motives are wrong, uh, Sooner or later, it's it's gonna bore you. It's gonna make you, uh, it's gonna make you miserable. Uh, so you have to be really strategic about where you're going and what you want to follow. So going back to leadership, um, when your leaders know what they're what what they're supposed to do, uh, that's the moment that they begin to develop better. And not only that, they begin to lead others in a in a specific way. So. Uh, we do this for this reason because sooner or later every leader uh, they will move up to a higher place or they will transition into a different place or a different role and so the the purpose of having different departments is to be able to uh, develop that department but not only that be able to recruit new people and new students because essentially leadership is always moving leadership will always move the people filling the role will be different but the the task the duty the purpose stays the same and you have to be ready for transition because you never know and so uh yeah when when you come to talk about leadership you really really have to be strategic and intentional about building others around you um if you're not building uh, are you really a leader that's the question if you're not building are you really leading or are you just maintaining? We were talking with Eliazar earlier and, and I was talking about the difference of maintaining a ministry and growing a ministry. The thing about this is that um, maintaining means we're going to keep it the same. We're not going to do anything different. We're good where we are. We're comfortable. Uh, we're complacent. And complacency is, is a big giant. It's a big enemy because complacency says... I'm good where I am. I don't need to do anything different because we're good anyways. And it's it's really scary because when you fall into complacency, you begin to lose passion and it becomes really routine. So even if we compared it to the Bible, um, when we see David and Goliath, we see that we all know that story, right? Um, the key thing that caused my attention is that this giant kept coming for 40 days. But the soldiers were complacent with the bonfire and just sitting around and they got complacent to listening to the voice of Goliath uh, challenging them, but they wouldn't do anything. And so this young boy comes into the field to bring uh, hams, uh, grilled cheese to his brothers. And all of a sudden he hears the giant saying this and he asked like, what's going on? How come, no, how come you let this uncircumcised how come you let this enemy of us offend us like that and you guys are just sitting there? Why? Because they had fallen into complacency. I mean, the bonfires, the marshmallows, just being fed. I mean, they were getting paid to sit there. So might as well, right? But the thing is, 
that giants are always going to be around us if we're always sitting down and being complacent. Uh, people's lives, students, uh, ministries are never going to develop if we're complacent. We're just trying to maintain something instead of growing. Growing, sa- growing says uh, you're going to have to work for me. Growing says you're going to have to challenge yourself to go beyond what you think you can do. Ch- uh, growth says you're going to have to be creative to be able to do something different because it's really easy to fall into the norm but if you're a true leader you have to always be innovating you always have to be going beyond what you've already done so what we do every three months is that we evaluate where we are we evaluate where we've been and we evaluate where we are and then we have to make a plan and start making innovations for where we're going Because a ministry and a leadership that's growing and moving always has to think about the future, always has to think about making changes, not to seem cool, not to, uh, I guess, be flashy, but changes are for growth. Anytime you make a change, it's for growing. It's anytime you make a change, it's for um, bettering what you already have. And so it's not about being good it's about being better and after you become better how do we make this uh, the best you know because you can't just sit there and be like oh we have something good you have to learn how to make it better and once you get better you have to learn how to make it the best and so that's if, if you have to ask me you have to be connected you have to search for a team you have to build that team you have to define them, have to define the roles. And after you've defined, you have to evaluate where you are. After evaluation, you just got to do the work. You got to do the work. Uh, I could say that I, I want to put it this way. 50% of what you do is planning and meetings and sitting down and going back and forth with, with ideas the other 50% the 25% is the work and 25% is evaluating evaluating, evaluating, evaluating anything that you do because um, you're going to plan it you're going to carry it out but after that you have to evaluate because it always can be better and so leadership is, is constant moving constant working constant planning and constant connecting you have to be connecting um, in the past three or four years um, I've, I've been in leadership for about six seven years but in the past three or four years I've learned this principle of making connections of networking meeting people because people are influence and when you have influence in different places it changes the whole ballgame because now um, you can go anywhere and you know that you have influence and you have people there. Um, I guess the biggest example I can give is that uh, a few months back, uh, Eliazar was in California. And uh, I had mentioned that I had a few friends in, in California. And he, he hit me up and he was like, hey, man, I'm in California. Uh, I'm kind of a bit stranded. I'm, I'm good. He's like, but I need a place to crash. And I was like, okay, well, let me talk to my contacts. And uh, sure enough, I was able to to contact someone. And they were able to host him that weekend. And now he's built a connection with them, a friendship. And he has open doors to go back. And that's the beauty of connections and networking. That you begin to meet people. You begin to uh, make this group of, of, of friends and family. That anytime you go to those places you have an open door and you're growing and they're growing because of it that's i think that's why the bible says in proverbs that iron sharpens iron because you help each other grow uh solo leadership is really miserable because all the weight all the responsibilities over one person but when you have a team when you have friends it makes everything so much easier and not just easier but it makes everything more enjoyable because it's one thing to climb the mountain by yourself it's another thing to climb a mountain with friends and people around you. It's exciting. And so if there's something I could give to you, is don't climb the mountain alone. Wow. 
Thank you so much, Paolo, for that. That was truly amazing, and I, I learned so much just from that. I'm definitely going to get my le- my leadership to look at this, and, and we're going to study this, review this, everything that, you, that, that you've talked about with us today. So thank you so much for that, man. I really value and, and your friendship, and I honor, I honor your leadership as well with that. Guys, um, I also want to just quickly touch on it. I was going to try to do another episode on this, but I think I'm just going to say it right now. Like, you know, don't be afraid, be afraid to kill something. Like, don't, don't be afraid to kill something. I'm, I'm, when I'm talking about that is like, uh, let's just say you just got into a new <clears throat> church or you're in a new ministry now and you were just handed something. Um, maybe with like uh, some, old, maybe the the old leadership from the old, you know, le- uh, from the old leader or whatever, and you were just kind of like, yeah, you got all the hand me downs, you know, and everything was just struggling, man. Things were just going well. Look, I'm gonna be, t- I'm gonna tell you something, you know. Of course, also being connected to the passion and everything, but don't be afraid to just kill the ministry and start something all over, rebrand it, you know kind of weed out the things that that weren't making it grow um and just rebrand it redo it restart something new and treat it like it's something like it's something that you can definitely launch with a whole new team if not uh adjusting the team that you have and probably getting some new people some new blood on board and just to add on to that um that's really good um but my suggestion or or that i could add is do it in phases, um, yes. because uh, when you ch- when you start making changes, that's really good and people notice. But you gotta do it in phases, kind of in transitions. Because um, I I went through that. We had to make some changes, but the way I did it is that we did it through phases. Like uh, in three months, we changed something. We started adding on slowly. We added things on, and I think the biggest word here that I could uh, give you. Is that when you're, uh, especially like with your senior pastor and the people you work around, uh, may be careful of not imposing, because sometimes imposing seems as rude, or they don't take it very well, especially if there's someone above you. But let me give you this word: start suggesting, start throwing ideas out, not to challenge, but to make it better. Um, so when I when we started making changes here. Um, one of our leaders uh, made this mistake of trying to impose uh, started to demand things and and I told him I was like you need to suggest and you need to be careful of not trying to demand anything when um, you're not the one in charge you have this opportunity at your hand be smart with it be wise Uh, and I gave this example Uh, imagine if I were to walk in your house uh, you're the owner of the house. You have the keys. And there's a painting on the wall that is just hideous. It's ugly. And I would walk in and be like, you need to take that down because that's ugly. They're going to be offended. They'd be like, who are you to tell me what to do and how to run, you know, how to decorate my house? But if I were to walk into their house and be like, you know what? I like that painting. But can I suggest a different painting? It would look so much better. And... Your house would look more like if it's nice now, it'd look nicer if you put this painting up. It changes the whole feeling of the conversation and it changes the whole outcome of that conversation as well. So sometimes it's not so much imposing but suggesting. And slowly you begin to make changes and start killing things that are around you uh, to make it better. But you just be careful and be wise with the changes that you make. Absolutely. I, I really do agree on the phases, uh, doing everything in different phases, uh, trying to close up uh, the point that I was uh, going for was, you know, maybe rebranding something would probably be better than just trying to keep up an old ministry that had a bad reputation or that, you know, just <clears throat> do, do it. You basically got to weed and tweak. I mean, when I took over our you know, youth ministry at the church, I, I, I just did so many changes, of course, in the course of a period of time, but where we are today does not look like what it looked like back then. We made the small changes. Um, and, and, you know, when you're truly going on faith and you're walking with God, there will be people that will be moved out. 
of of that if it's not part of the vision people will weed themselves out like man i'm sorry this is just not for me and the people that actually you know wanted a the ones that told me I want to get closer to God, I, I need to step down, you know, they don't even come to the church anymore. So, you know, whatever needs to happen, it hurts because you develop relationships. It hurts because, you know, you thought they would be with you in the long run. But, you know, whatever needs to happen, you need to say, God, I want it just to be done in your timing. I would like for it to be done now. But whatever is your best timing, God, I, I would like for this to happen because I want to show the best of the best in our church and I always want to present the best to you and I always want to be the the positive example and I want to tell you guys this as time goes on you know remind yourself or ask yourself this if my church was gone today would my community miss it would my community miss it right and so again um this is all starting from scratch. Uh, I'm really excited about the uh, the next episode, which I won't tell you what I'm going to talk about. But um, I'm going to encourage you to take a look at the next one. Okay, I want to thank so much to Pablo. This isn't this isn't the first time that um, <clears throat> I mean this isn't the last time that he's going to be on the podcast here. So thank you so much, Pablo. Any last uh, any last uh, responses? No, um, just be faithful. Keep working. Um, leadership can sometimes be busy and crazy but just remember um you're working for someone greater than yourself and greater than whatever organization you're in but um just remember that it's worth it uh it's it's what everything you do is worth it and it's it's worth working for um and you know good luck in everything god's gonna use you god's gonna help you with this uh, put it in the right hands put in the uh put in the work and in time, in the in the right time, you'll start seeing the fruit. Um, I, I'm a great believer that God didn't call me to be busy; He called me to be fruitful, and that's what I work towards. Amen, amen. Thanks so much, Paulo, for everything, guys. Thank you so much for listening and checking this out again. Take a look at all my latest content that I'm doing. I got new episodes available um, uh, right now. I am still currently on Facebook uh, Live, so uh, take a look at all my live streams there, and uh, you can follow Pablo on Instagram at Pablo Morales with an S correct Pablo Morales official alright so go ahead guys, go ahead and follow him and of course uh, mine which is uh, at Elazar Sessions on Instagram so anyways guys I'll see you guys in the next episode thank you so much for your time and uh, I'm believing in you and to share this with somebody who really needs it preferably a youth leader alright or, or a leader that needs it alright God bless we'll see you guys in the next episode let's go All right. Well, welcome everybody to my podcast. Uh, and uh, I want to thank you so much, guys, for listening, as well as everybody who's right now on watching on Facebook Live. So um, this episode is actually, or I'm sorry, will be aired, uh, obviously, audio on my uh, official podcast that is actually out on iTunes, as well as all the other platforms that are out there. So if you guys want to go ahead and support, you can go ahead and subscribe to all of that. I am on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, and then like six other platforms. So anyways, I want to encourage you guys to go ahead and take a look at those. When you get a chance, I know you guys are going to learn something new. And then, of course, the benefit is, uh, other than uh, listening, uh, is also watching Facebook Live because this is live. This is happening right now. And so I want to welcome everybody who's watching. And then also, too, um, check this out. I'm going to be able to... Um, uh, um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I want to be able to uh, read you guys' comments live over here on my phone. So let's, without further ado, let's get started, okay? So um, I really want to talk to you guys today about the topic of bringing something new, okay? Bringing something new. And, and, and um, I, this, this goes for business. This goes for ministry. This goes for your job. This goes for your family. This goes for your own personal development bringing something new and actually i want to encourage you guys that after you're done with this you go somewhere either it's physically something you need to watch on youtube something that you need to see on your phone i don't know what it is but you guys need to learn how to inspire yourself motivate yourself and learn how 
to really push that creativity that is God-given inside of you and push it to come out so that way you guys can make an impact uh, to everybody around you. Whenever you're part of a team, it's important that you bring something new. Bring something that's you and bring something that's new, okay? When you're part of a team, regardless of what it is, people are counting on you. People are counting on your abilities and people are counting on what you can bring to the table. And what can you bring to the table? You have to learn how to be creative, be innovative, be inspiring, but as as well as bring something refreshing. There are people that are out there that are always out to compete with other people. Churches that are trying to compete with other churches. Businesses that are trying to compete with other business. Business partners that are trying to, you know, compete with other business partners. There's nothing wrong with good and friendly competition where, you know, if somebody else wins, you're just like, man, good job, bro. You really deserve that. Um, And there's nothing wrong with winning saying like, man, that's awesome. And then cheering everybody else on. Man, guys, but we're a team. Let's do this together. My winning is your winning. There's nothing wrong with friendly competition, competition that helps and edifies each other, you know, helps each other grow. But when you're talking about competition as far as like, you know, I'm going to beat this person because, you know, I'm better than them. Okay, maybe that's the case, but having the attitude of, I want to bring this individual down, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes a, an issue um, and 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 it, and it can really, really affect, okay? So I want to encourage you right now, right now, because we're going to talk about a lot, a lot quite, a, quite a bit of things, but I want to encourage you right now that, uh, you know, if you are listening to the podcast right now, I want to encourage you to like share this with somebody right now that really, like really needs it. Or, you know, if you're watching on Facebook Live, go ahead and share this video right now on your page. I'd really, really appreciate it. Let's continue. Also too, so we are talking about um, bringing something new to the table. What you gotta have, to, what you gotta ask yourself is this: If I'm part of a team, if I'm trying to grow this thing, if I'm part of of like a team that is so diverse in 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 thought processing, uh, different strategies, what can I do to bridge gaps that are broken? Um, what can I do that that'll mend things as well as bring my creativity from the table? One of the things that I learned from a good friend of mine, Pablo Morales, is he said this. He said that when he got to his church, one of the one of his people always said, um, "Hey, pastor, we need to do this. Like, 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 like this has to get done." He was demanding and insisting that things would be cha- would change. But when Pablo came in, he said, um, "Pastor, um, everything looks good right here." Um, but can I suggest something? So instead of demanding, he suggested different changes. And those changes will obviously um, get, you know, will grow. When you give somebody respect and you listen, this is what I heard from Pablo in one of my last uh, podcasts, um, giving somebody respect and listening and carrying out a vision, people will respect you and listen to you and carry out your vision. It's a mutual thing. If you don't respect you're the, the head of authority that is above you, if you don't listen to them and you, you know, just don't really care about their ideas or whatever, you don't carry out the vision, what's going to happen? They're not going to give you that same, they're not going to give it back. Regardless of how right you are, regardless of how right you think you are, if you don't share that, it's not going to work. Now, check this out. When you suggest, imagine I went to your house and I said, really like, Man, bro, like the way you have your pictures are just so ugly, bro. Like this is not going to work. Like you need to do this. You need to do this. And like I started telling you how to decorate your own house. Now, if, if you didn't really know me that well, you'd probably be like, bro, like who are you to come in here and try to, you know, tell me how my how my house should look. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if I came in and, I and you know, we're friends, I built up that rapport. Uh, I built up that credibility with you. I said, hey, bro, your house looks amazing. Um, hey, I have a suggestion. What if you did this and did this? Maybe it'll look better. What if I presented it to you like that? Maybe you might be more willing to listen. Whenever it is that you connect with people, connect with your team, connect with your group, bring something new. When you bring something new, it's gonna allow you to stand out. It's gonna allow you to um, be noticed. It's gonna allow people above you to notice that you are taking your role seriously. 
If you are a leader, ready? Watch this. If you are the leader of the group, you need to make sure you're always bringing something new. No one likes to be in a place where there are no dreams flowing. And no one likes to be in a place where there's no vision cast. And no one likes to be in a place where their leader is dead creativity in creativity. Whenever you, if you are the leader, you need to bring something new to the table. Like seriously, you don't ever want to, as what John Maxwell calls the law of the lid. What does that mean? That means that if your leadership is here and people have already learned everything that you are able to teach and you stopped growing yourself, people are going to cap. They're going to feel like I can't grow with this leader anymore. This leader's not doing anything anymore. This leader's not teach. I'm not learning anything from this teacher or from this leader. I'm sorry, or and teacher. I, I'm not really uh, growing. I'm like I, I can't really see my family grow uh, in this. I, I really can't. Um, I, I really don't see um, you know my my family uh, uh, benefiting from this ministry, or I really don't see my life benefiting from this from this uh, from this business or from this uh, opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I can't grow anymore. And so that's the problem now. So then, guess what happens to your people? Once you once you put a cap on your leadership, people are going to just leave and go somewhere else where they feel that they can get better and grow. Now, um, I'm not scared to talk about certain things. And one thing I will not do is talk bad about the church in general. But there's some things that we can improve on. And that's what I'm not scared to talk about. If... We are called to be a church, a group of people, which means that if God is a God of order, we're called to be organized. And what happens, I hear from, um, and I'm not like, oh, this person said this to so-and-so and I overheard it. No, no, no. People that actually talk to me have said, I don't know what else to do. We've tried to do new things. We've tried to bring this. We've tried to, do, you know, all this stuff. It's just not happening. I don't understand. And they're at the point now of leaving their church, leaving where the ministry that they're, they were set in right now. And they want to go, they want to go somewhere else that's already thriving. And what you got to understand is that everybody has a limit and maybe you're already at that limit, but let me encourage you with this. Let me encourage you by saying, try one more time, try one more time with your church, give it one more go and give it the best you got. And you said, I've already talked to them. I've already did it. I've already said everything. Well, maybe you didn't try everything. What if you went, that's if you even care anymore, because you know, I know how frustrating things could be. What if you got a sheet of paper with a pencil and you went to your pastor or you went to your leader and you said, hey, I really want this to work. I really want to reach new people. I really want our ministry or even business. I want our business to grow. Um, what are some ideas we can put down together? Something that we can try. What can we do? Now check this out. This past Sunday, I had a I had a leaders meeting, and as we were mind mapping on the TV, like we were like drawing out our plans about the future. One of the things that I put is under the categories was tryouts, like this. What do you want to try out? What are we willing to risk? Not in a bad way, but just. What are we willing to try that would make us look bad? And, and again, I'm saying this very lightly. Like, I'm talking about like like things like if if we had a table here or a table there, if maybe that doesn't look presentable. What if we move the table here? I'm talking about things like that and maybe other things, but I'm not talking about like doing something that's like uh, irreverent or or whatever. But what I'm trying to say is like, what are we willing to risk? Like, let's try something, right? What if we move this over here? Or let's try something. What are we willing to risk? To see if, hey, let's try this, see if it works. One of the things that we're launching and relaunching is our cafe. I'll give you an example. Like say, what if I said, guys, what if for the next month, all we did was sell chocolate strawberries? Let's risk it. We'll see how it works. If it uh, doesn't work out, you know, it doesn't work out. Um, maybe this is something that we, we shouldn't do. Uh, what if it could be the biggest sale we've ever had? You know what I'm saying? Be willing to, to try new things and try something new. But you got to bring something new to the table. So I don't know who I'm talking about. I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe you're watching this like live right now. 
maybe you're listening to this later on. Maybe you're watching the replay two, three, four, five days from now, a week from now. You were just scrolling down and maybe saw that somebody shared it or maybe saw just my post and you saw it. But what if you brought something new to your team? Something that no one ever thought of? Something that's just so bizarre and out of the ordinary. But what if you did? What if you grew yourself to be that leader that brought something new? That when every time you opened up your mouth, you're inspiring somebody. You're cr- the creativeness that is built deep inside of you just starts flourishing and coming out. You start brainstorming, coming out with new strategies, how to grow whatever it is that you're a part of. What if you're that person that brought something new in your next leader meeting? What impact would it take? What, what happened? Look, now let's. I'm talking to you as a team player, but let's talk about the other team player. If you're the leader of the group, what if you did something different? Maybe you always have your meetings in the conference room. Maybe you always have your meetings. Uh, you probably know where I'm going with this. In the same place. What if you went into a new spot? What if you went into a new place? What if you took everybody out, main event, top golf? Say, hey guys, we're gonna go. And we're gonna have a good time. And then, you know, maybe before you have the meeting or after that meeting, it doesn't matter. Maybe you have your meeting before, get everything done, and then all of a sudden, like, attempt to, 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 to get to the highest score or whatever. What if you changed your meeting? What if your meeting was so bizarre? Like, you changed the location of your meeting. Guys, we are gonna go have our meeting on the roof. On the roof of what? The roof of the church. Now everybody needs to learn how to climb this ladder. We're gonna have the meeting on the roof. What the heck? Like, this is so weird. Yeah, but what if we just did it? <laughs> now, obviously, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, doing some liability stuff, all right? But what I am saying is, what if you did something new? What if you did something like, what, like what you're not, what if you talked about, what if you went somewhere that you just, everybody's just not used to? What if you opened up your home and you said, guys, I want you to come and we're going to have a game night or something, you know, uh, we're going to, uh, you know, play some board games. We're going to, I'm going to bring out, uh, you know, my Nintendo switch or something, you know, we're going to play a game and, uh, you know what guys, I, I want you to come because I'm going to make steak outside or something. I don't know, whatever it is. We're going to come and we're going to actually grow and we're actually going to have great ideas and we're actually going to explode this project and we're actually going to do it. We're actually going to we're actually going to bring ideas to the table. And you know what? I'm talking about you guys as the main head leader. Ready? Watch this. Every idea that you have, it's going to be heard. Now, maybe may not be done, but it's going to be heard and it's going to be really suggested. And maybe, you know what? We'll actually try it. We'll actually put it on the tryout things. Maybe the things that we want to try risking. Maybe the things that, man, you know what? That's a really great idea. Why don't we go ahead and just, you know, put it and see it and see where it'll take us. You know what I'm saying? What if, guys, and it all starts with you as the leader, you as a team player, let's start something new. Man, I hope I inspired you. I hope right now you're just like, your blood is rushing. I hope you're just like, man, I really want to do something now. I know how I need to execute this next meeting. I already know what, I already know the people I need to kick out already. And I'm just kidding. I don't don't think like that. Um, I already know the person or the people I need to talk to. And you know what, guys? If you ever feel like, like, you know, maybe nothing is really flowing anymore. And you feel like maybe my team is dead. Maybe it's time for a new location for the meeting. Maybe people have, uh, have their own agendas and maybe, you know what, maybe they're just like, I'm not really into this anymore. I'm not really feeling this anymore. You know what, maybe it's time for certain people to move on. Maybe there needs to be some room inside for new people to come in and bring that fresh creativity and to do something inspiring and amazing. When I took leadership, I took a leadership opportunity. I had seven people. And out of the seven people, five people left. Five people left. Part of it, I do agree, it was it, it was me as a leader because I, I, I pushed so much on growth and stuff and maybe I didn't always do it with love. And I'm very surprised at the people that actually stayed long enough to see everything now. Um, but I understand that at the beginning, I wasn't my best. I, I, I said that, look, if you're not on the same page, you know, I mean, I, there's different ways to say things. You know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? 
and I lost people. I lost people. But at the same time, there was people that left that didn't carry out the vision. They didn't see it. They thought we were doing too much change. Um, they wanted everything old school, the way things used to be, the old routine, the things that we're used to doing. They don't want to see anything new happen. And maybe it's time for those people to maybe, you know what? I'm sorry this isn't for you. Or you know what? If, if look, I've noticed that you've been kind of like, you've been kind of slacking the past three months, you know? And I noticed that maybe, you just I really don't see that you feel this. Is this something you still want to continue to do? And you ask them, put it on their court. Whenever you put something on somebody else's court, like you give them, you put them on the spot, not in a bad way, but you put them in a spot where you let them make the decision. I remember um, trying to work with somebody and uh, for the longest time, it just wasn't happening. And um, I told this individual, I said, I sent them a message. I said, look, everything's in place. I'm excited to one day to work with you. All you got to do is just give the green light and everything is going to happen. I put the ball in their court. Look, we're set. We're ready in place. Ball's in your court. Here it is. You just tell us when, we're, when you're ready and it's going to happen. It's going to come together. Maybe that's how you maybe need to talk to some new people that want to come on the team. Bringing something new, maybe also meaning bringing some new people, right? <laughs> so maybe you could say, hey, look, you've been here for a while. I've seen your heart. I've seen how you've served people, you know, just volunteer. Like you're not even a leader. Like, wow. Um, well, check this out. Um, I think we can probably do something great together. Consider being on the team. Everything is in place. Or you could say, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. And whenever you're ready, just let me know. And I want to welcome you to the team. And maybe some people don't, you be careful because there are some people that, you know, they really care about their title. They really care about what they look like. They care about, um, you know, they care about, uh, um, you know, what their what their status is, right? Um, but I'm gonna just encourage you guys, you know, be careful what you do. Another thing I want to quickly tell you guys, um, as we still can do this, we've already been live for 19 minutes. 19 minutes, yeah, wow. Uh, already a 20 minute podcast, and. Um, I want to encourage you guys, like, everything I said was a concept. And this is not me um, practice what I preach, right? Like, I'm not saying this and it's like, okay, let me just try this and see if it actually works. I'm preaching what I'm practicing. I'm telling you what I'm doing. There's been a lot of changes that I've had to make. And even some people today just still do not um, get it. You know what I'm saying? They just still do not get it. Nonetheless, here, here's, where, here's where it is. If, if you need to like, take a day to yourself, do it. Take a day with your family, like, like for yourself or you know, if you have a family, take a day with your family. Even if it is a few hours by yourself, do something that you really like. Do something that you really love. Now, um, I, don't know how, I don't know how I could show you guys this. Uh, uh, you know what? I will move my camera. Okay, um, the thing that I'm pointing to is is uh, the corner of my uh, of my office. Okay, and I'm gonna have to obviously describe this uh, because um, people who are listening to the podcast cannot see what you guys are seeing for those who are watching. But I, I just moved the camera to the table that I have uh, on the corner of my wall. Now, what you're looking at and what I'm gonna describe is probably the most creative corner in my life. Everything that I want to design physically on these miniatures that are just plain gray, plain plastic, comes to life with all those colors and with all those paints and with all those brushes. Everything comes to life when when this happens. All it takes is like me to, you know, put it together, <laughs> take the time and... Uh, 
you know, and and do it. Come to the corner, take about an hour to myself, um, listen to personal development, listen to some worship music, listen to some ambient music, and just create and just flow. But part of that really, guys, is really this, and I want to close with this. Part of it, guys, is really you learning how to let go of yourself. Learning how to take a break. Learning how to pause a little bit and um, and say, you know what? I need to take a pause. Like, like what I'm trying to say, guys, is this. Like, like really, 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 what I'm trying to say is this. Because I, I, don't, I don't know how else to say it, but like, you need to learn how to pause. Like, pause. Like, I know you got things to do. I know you got to be somewhere at six. I know you got to prep for this. I know you got to study. I know you got to do all this stuff like that. But pause all of it and focus on what's in front of you. Focus on, on that blank sheet of paper that you have in front of you. And as your eyes look at that pin, focus on that. Put everything on pause. Of course, mind the time, mind your schedule, but focus on that one thing and give it all you got. I know like there's some problems that, you know, you want to fix before you can do something. But what you need to do is just learn how to just pause a little bit and focus on what you need to focus on. If you try to take in too much, you're going to burn out. And I don't want you to burn out. There's too much, too much you can bring to the table. So many new things. So guys, I want to encourage you as we head out this podcast and this live feed. um, If this really blessed you, share it with somebody. Share it with your leaders. Share it with your team. Share it with them. Share it to your leader and be like, bro, this is for you, bro, because you don't know what you're doing. No, I'm just kidding. But you you just say... Um, hey, look, there's something that I heard. I think all of us can benefit from it. Not because of me, but because of what's said. And uh, I want to thank you guys for taking 25 minutes of your time. 24 minutes and uh, 10 seconds, 12 seconds, 13 seconds. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for, for this. And um, I know uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of live streams with other people. I'm sorry, podcast um, audio. And so anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching everybody that came through. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please, again, share it if you liked it. I'm really excited about the future. I'm really excited about what's all going to happen. And um, uh, last thing is uh, I want to encourage you guys to take a look at my Bitcoin and video game project. It is the most awesomest thing I've ever been a part of in my entire life, connecting the two industries. And, um, man, you could do some really, really great things. Okay. So, anyways, guys, uh, God bless. Love y'all. I'll see you guys in the next video and uh, take care.